special is in the air here. Long. Games. Brees Hall over the right side, powering in, touchdown Cyclones. Out to the 10, to the left side, to the 5, touchdown! Oh my goodness, what a run by Wallace! Welcome to another edition of Sound the Sirens. I'm your host, Thomas Orness, and with me today, I got my brother remotely from Iowa City. What's up, Michael? What's going on? Uh, we have the a new intro song is pretty sick. Yeah, I uh, should have gone to audio uh, degree or whatever, sound and engineering. I made that all by myself. I don't know about that, but yeah, all right. Um, so, since like the news, we've been talking about basketball a lot. We might as well, because TJ like every other day for like the last two weeks has given us something to talk about. Might as well catch it's been up. kind of a drought here the last five days. There hasn't been any huge recruit we've got. Yeah, like every time we host a podcast, like seven hours later, something else happens. So, like, it makes the other one outdated. So, mm-hmm. TJ's finally ch- chilled out for us. Yeah, so I think I, you're alluding to Eli King committing last week, kid out of Minneapolis. Um, AAU teammates with Tame and Lipsy. Just watching the few highlights he had on youtube kid looks really athletic it's like he can defend really well and get the ball to the take the ball to the hoop so i think the combination of him and team Lipsy is a, a definitely a, a bright young core especially when you think about pairing them with tyrese hunter and xavier foster i would say we're we're really piecing in some nice young players and i think tj has proven that he can be successful the transfer market too so we can always supplement um transfers around a young core and I think I don't know there's it's really hard to find some, anything to complain about with what TJ's done and I think Eli is going to fit in really well it's nice having a local kid um less likely to go or leave um it, it's compared to like recruiting from the coast I think Iowa's not the most exciting place to recruit to especially when you're coming from California or Florida but I mean Minnesota to Iowa's a it's a the tropical destination compared to what what they have to deal with up north. So, I think Eli is going to be really good. Um, I don't know when he'll start contributing significantly, but I think really athletic and has a lot of upside. So, I I think it's a, I mean, he's a four star kid, so it's really hard to complain yeah, like, about. And Taylor Epsey and Eli are teammates on AUs too, so it was a pretty pretty smooth transition from and. Eli's brother was coached under TJ in South Dakota State too. So, oh, I did not. So we had a relationship coming into so, and TJ's done exactly what he said he's going to do. He's going to suffocate the Midwest, and it's literally taken him three weeks to. It's literally re, re, it's reminiscent of Fred's first couple weeks. It's not, we didn't get the Royce White transfer obviously because like times are different and. Royce White was, like, the second-best recruit in Minnesota history and, like, for Minnesota University. And, like, but you can't complain. Like, he got – TJ got a couple softballs. Like, the kid who can shoot it from Washington State, he – when 
obviously needed shooting it to get out of the gate. He got shooting. Uh, we got another rim, rim protector with, with uh, the Denver kid. Robert Jones. Robert Jones. And, and then Gabe Kalsher, senior leader, can defend he's and like, hopefully like, shoot the ball. He's like the so. Chris he's like the Chris Babb. He's like Chris Babb Naslong. Yeah, yeah, I think he And like I think Eli and Tail Lipsy are probably like projecting down the road will be like the Monte and Matt Thomas, hopefully. Like the, yeah, I mean it's it's those are pretty big shoes to fill, but I mean if they're seventy five percent of what they had as a career at Iowa State, I'd be pretty happy. But also I think it also goes a long way with having recruiting two kids that already know each other that are friends can only help chemistry and kind of the camaraderie of the team. Um, I think you could look at the last four or five years and there's definitely been times where there was evident where we didn't get along that well as a team. And I think it's really hard to trust and play hard when you might not like the guy you're playing with. Um, but I think that's a thing in the past and I think they're going to come in and I think in combination with all these transfers, I think the culture is going to be totally changed. And I think I'm just really excited to see what kind of style of play they do or just, and just see how TJ fits all these pieces together. And I don't know, I, I can just see Hilton rocking. And I think the team we're constructing for the next two or three years, it's they're going to Hilton is going to be a great, great pairing with, with the team we will have. So I think it's pretty hard to complain. Um, also of note, we did not get Cameron Fletcher, but I don't think after getting Tristan and Aruna, I didn't really, I don't think anyone was really banking on us getting Cameron um, or Cameron, I believe. But I, I think Cameron and Tristan would have played the exact same position. So I don't yeah. think we're really losing. And I, I think, honestly, I think for next year's team, it's probably better because I think there's better fits we can fill um, yeah. with the transfer coming in next year. So. I'm excited to see what TJ can do the next couple months, see if we can add one more transfer for next year. I know the Penn State kid um, was a, a name thrown around that he just entered the transfer portal yeah, last I, week. Yeah, I think we had a Zoom call with him earlier this week, and uh, I haven't really heard much since then. He's still like, yeah. in the process. but I think he averaged like 14 points a game for Penn State. So Yeah. Um, let, let, my question to you is, I mean, I'll what I think we need, best case scenario is like a delight, like DeAndre Kane a light DeAndre Kane come in and uh, be the one. And then Tyrese Hunter be like the Monte Morris, just learn the ropes type deal, like 2013. That would be like the best case scenario for this last scholarship, in my opinion. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think leadership at point guard is never a bad thing. Um, I, I honestly am just banking on Tyrese being the real deal. I think physically he's a lot he's way ahead of where Monte was when he came in as a freshman. I mean, Monte was 145 pounds yeah. and really didn't shoot the ball super well. I mean, thankfully he had a great teacher in Fred to kind of fix his jump shot. And I mean, you can look at what he's doing in the NBA now. I'd say he did a pretty good job, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that'd be a bad move. Um, I, I I'm excited to kind of see where, how Jaden Walker grows and see if he can kind of grow into that role of the backup point guard. Um, but I think, that's not a bad move. I think adding another shooting guard. I mean, you can't have too many shooters. Um, I mean, getting CJ Frederick would be pretty sweet. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to Kentucky. You think so? He. That's like the, like the, the word on the street. Yeah, the word on the street. He CJ Frederick's like one of the most like my one of my favorite Iowa players watching. Yeah, he's and good. He's, he's really good. He's really talented. 
and uh, I hope him the best. I hope like I think that's what Kentucky has to do now is like get these players like screw over Iowa and like these like programs that find hidden gems, and then like like teams like Kentucky swoop in who like he probably grew up a Kentucky fan, so like he he of course he wants to go to get back to Kentucky. And he's from Kentucky, so I mean that'd be a pretty logical move for him. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it'd be exciting. I think uh, with COVID restrictions loosening up, I think they'll have a full summer workout regimen. I think they'll really, that'd be really crucial just trying to get, I mean, there's a lot of pieces that they literally, a lot of these kids have never met each other. So I think yeah, they, did have, have, they have a chance to hang out finally now and right. be around exactly. the practice facility. And that's like, like you had firsthand experience, like seeing how, like, working together can do to a program like seeing Naz and George who are always in the gym. Yeah. I mean, Naz legitimately, he went to, he would work out before class in the middle of the day between classes and then after practice. Yeah. He got, and that was the year he was hurt. He got every, he, that's a player that got all of his talent, like everything. He left it all out in the court. Yeah. He, I mean, he could write a book about how to, just maximize your potential. Cause I mean, if you watch, watch highlights of him coming in as a freshman, yeah, really struggled to shoot it really. And then versus what he did as a senior, I mean, or even a sophomore, I mean the jump from freshman to sophomore now is like, yeah, that was cr- like he went from like making like, I'm not sure exactly, but like less than 23s. Cause like he had Tyrus McGee, he was playing behind Tyrus McGee. So like, and we did redshirt him, which I wish we could have, I mean, with the injury, it really didn't matter, but. Yeah, but, yeah, but having, learning from Fred Hoiberg and Tyrus McGee is not bad. Not bad. Probably top, those three are probably top, probably those three are probably in top five shooting in Iowa history. Yeah, I mean, that'd Tyrus. probably for another day, but Dedrick, Dedrick Willoughby, Jake Sullivan probably be. Yeah, I would say top five, top seven, but just like our lifetime for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I'll be watching Tyrus McGee highlights when I'm 70 years old. So He's my all-time favorite player watching. Um, so, Cameron Fletcher gone, going to Florida State. Did you know Florida State's the third-ranked team in the, like, rankings for recruiting coming the next year? Yeah, no, I, their coach is really good, but, I mean, I don't know. Their, their, their style of play really never translates to March. They just have a lot of really tall athletic guys that, don't score super well. And when you get to March, like if you can't score, you're not going to win past the first two rounds. So I, yeah, don't know. I, I wish them the best. Hopefully they'll make a run, but ACC is usually tough too. So I think yeah. they'll be t- They're always tough, but I mean, they're never, I don't know. It seems like they, they get to make that jump to kind of the next level to competing for a national title. Yep. Like the ACC was really down this year. And I, I wonder how, what they'll do. Cause like ACC is usually like, they have well, all the, the media is always behind the ACC, and they just weren't very good this year. But I'm sure they'll bounce back. It'd be weird to see North Carolina without Roy Williams. Yeah, no, it's, I feel like it's kind of been lost in the shuffle. Or because it's kind of weird when we get to like, November and watch North Carolina and not see Roy on the sidelines. Yeah, like it was like the transfer portal stuff and like the name, image, and likeness. So he just like bounced. So like, yeah, I mean, he, incredible career is. Coached under Dean Smith and then himself won a couple of national titles. I mean, he's 
one of the all-time greats. So. Finally, uh, it's good for us. Finally, we can we can begin some IO players, so you can't stop scooping up IO players. Yeah, I mean he's scooped up two of the best players in the last twenty years of the state of Iowa. So and the uh, Lafrens went back in the day in yeah. Kansas. Too. Nick Carlson. Nick Carlson, Kirk Heinrich, Mark, Kirk Heinrich, yeah. Marcus Page, Harrison Barnes. Right. Yeah. It's like without what would I like the even if like they went to Iowa or Iowa State, like how like different would Iowa State and Iowa basketball be like if those players actually stayed home? I don't know. I mean, the rumor was Kirk was going to come, but then we chose Tinsley instead. Yeah, which not a bad, arguably the best player, best point guard in history. That's that's a tough, tough, tough debate. But obviously, we'll, yeah, I think we'll, that that's a enough. That could be an episode itself where we really just dive into the Monte versus Tinsley. I mean, or the misses like Monte is the career. He's the true point guard stats to back him up. But I think just the eye test alone of watching Tinsley just absolutely torch anyone when he wanted to. Yeah. That's he like he, the thing is like that is transcendent. doesn't matter what, whatever era he would have landed in, he would have been able to do exactly what he handling translates everywhere. So, yeah. Um, we got the news that Jordan Bohan's come back for sixth year. He's my he was in my age. My yeah. same class as me. Graduate high school in 2015, 2016. 2016, yeah. And yeah, it's oh well. I mean, I would need a shooter, so Yeah, I mean it's honestly it's really big for Iowa. I mean, they've lost a ton of pieces to have some continuity for the last couple of years will be good for them. I mean, Jordan He's a really good shooter, and I don't know. He's going to shatter all the records. Well, yeah, it's unfair. I mean, as far as records goes, unfair. He's playing. There has to be an asterisk. Five full a- seasons. Asterisk on it. There has to be an asterisk. But yeah, I don't know. But I think it'll be. I think Jordan, honestly, as much as I hate to say it, he's good for college basketball. Um, he really kind of plays into this underdog role, and he really doesn't give a crap what anyone thinks of him. But he, he he's a baller. Like. When the lights are on, like in the toughest games, like that's when he plays the best. I mean, so hopefully he can just have a crappy game against us this year. But I don't know. I don't know. I really kind of changed my tune on Jordan. Just watching his podcast has kind of given me a. I'll push back on the big game things. He literally scored. If he didn't come back, he'd score zero points. Yeah. Okay. But like, it wasn't his fault that Oregon murdered them. Yeah, Morgan could have played. Could have played Luka a better. That was Luca Garza's team. Luca Garza didn't play well either. So, hey, and I mean, Oregon came out and they shot like seventy percent from three. So, yeah, was, that game was over like twelve minutes in. So yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah. What made me think of the Jordan Bohannon thing is after I made, thought of that, uh, it made me think what happened. What would happen if the COVID year happened like a couple, like five, ten years ago? Like, like uh, if, what, we, if we could, like the I. If there was a year you could pick COVID to happen as far as you getting an extra year of eligibility for Iowa State basketball, what year would that be? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to go over like what players would what come year, back. What year are you going to start with? I'll start with the, uh, Fred's second year with the Royce White. Royce's team? Okay. So let's just list the starting five. It would be Deontay Garrett, point guard, Chris Allen, shooting guard, small forward, Chris Babb, power forward, Royce White. Center Melvin Edgem. The only difference here is really Deontay Garrett, which would have you would you would start Chris Allen over Scotty Christopherson? Yeah, 
Chris Allen's played the start in the final four. So yeah, Chris Allen would have been way different Scotty. if he wasn't playing point guard. It was one of the best years of the decade, though. So I don't know. So listen to this bench: Jamie Vanderbeeken, Tyrus McGee, um, Scotty, Scotty, obviously Scotty, Anthony Booker, Boo Boo. That's a pretty good bench. Yeah, we would have been a four or five seed if we would have just Deontay Garrett alone. Yeah, it would have been like a three, yeah, three or four seed, five seed. That, that team oh, was just man. missing a point guard. And yeah, De- no, it was rumored that Deontay Garrett was going to come back, redshirt his senior, like Fred's first year, to come back to play with this team. But he obviously didn't do that. It would have been crazy. So moving on to the next year, it would have been Corey Lucius. Chris Allen, Will Clyburn, George Yang, Melvin Edgem, Scotty Christopherson, Chris Babb, Anthony Booker, Nas. Tyrus. Yeah, Tyrus. Tyrus. I put Tyrus. Say George? Yeah, George. George at the four. And I, I, w- I was going to say uh, Royce, but like he obviously was going to leave yeah, anyways. he went pro. But yeah, he could have played there. So... That's crazy. Yeah, that would have been a sick team. The crazy um okay, moving on to the next year. DeAndre Kane, Chris Babb. This this is probably I think uh, this, this is, is the, the this year is that was popped in my head. This is the year that this year and a different year is an insane year. So I'll start it. Point guard, obviously DeAndre Kane, Chris Babb, shooting guard, small forward, Will Clyburn, power forward, George Niang. Center Melvin, off the bench Monte. The second guy off the bench Tyrus McGee, third guy off the bench Dustin Hogue, fourth guy off the bench Naz, fifth guy off the bench Matt Thomas, sixth guy off the bench Anthony Booker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would have been so good. You have. That team was a three, three seed as th- it was. Three of the best shooters in Iowa State history on the bench. You could yeah, you could just swap five in, five out. So like the debate here is who starts at the two? Is it Matt Thomas? Well, he's a freshman though. Tyrus McGee. Chris Babb. Chris Babb still. To. Yeah. Chris Babb would have. That's what I thought too. That's that's number one, I think. <laughs> By a wide margin, maybe. We'll keep keep we'll keep going. The thing is, Adam, hindsight's obviously fun. That roster, probably pretty tough to get DeAndre Kane to come there, but. No, we'll do the next year. We'll just say, we're saying, like, if everyone's like Jordan Bohannon comes back. Okay, all right. Because, like, none of these players, like, left early other than Royce. Okay, let's hear the next year. The next year might take the cake, too. DeAndre Kane's come back. He's 25 years old at the point guard. We'll put Monte at the shooting guard. Small forward, Bryce Deshaun Jones. Power forward, Melvin Edgem. Uh, at the small ball, George Yang at the five. Six man, Naslong. Seventh man, Matt Thomas. Eighth man, Dustin Hogue. Ninth man, Nader. Tenth man, Jamil. Jamil McHale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That team's probably... That's like... That team's probably better. Two, like... Yeah, like the bench could be a damn good team. <laughs> Naz, Matt, Justin Hook, Nader, Jamil. That team would that bench would have been our last year's team by sixty. Yeah, 
That's crazy. All right, moving on to the next year. Monte Morris, point guard. Naz Long, shooting guard. Okay, this is 2015-2016. Let's, okay. So, Matt, Matt, Monte Morris, Naz Long, shooting guard. Small forward, Bryce John Jones. Power forward, George Yang. Center, Jimmy McKay. Seventh, sixth man, Matt Thomas. Seventh man, Matt Nader. Dustin Hogue, Deontay Burton. Jamil. Oh, you Jamil starter. Yeah. And 10th man, or 5th fifth, fifth guy at the bench, Hollis Cook. Not bad. Not bad at all. Should I keep going? I'm, I'm they're trying to think. I, I feel like... The 2013-2014 team. Yeah, that's nuts. I feel... I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean... You give George, Nader, and Jameel an extra year to play with Monte and Matt their senior year? That would have been pretty tough as well. Yeah. But DeAndre Kane, Will Clyburn, and Chris Babb, and that bench. Yeah, that would have been crazy. (laughs) Matt Thomas, your fifth guy off your bench. (laughs) That's Yeah, that's nuts. That would have been... I mean, I guess if if you had to choose one of those teams, what would you go with? Well, there's still like some crazy teams. Um, let's just say the the twenty, like the Lindell freshman year that instead instead of Jeff Beverly and Hans Brace, we'll have Deontay Burton, Cam Lard, Matt Thomas, Naz Long, Monte Morris, Deon- Donald Jackson, Nick Babb. Solomon Young, Bowie off the bench. But that's starting five. Deontay, Deontay Burton, Cam Lard playing the same team. Yeah, that would have been nuts. Yeah. That's yeah. that's like my that's like my favorite like watch like an offensive. Like that, that team's ceiling is so high. That team like, in Hilton? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, that would have been crazy. That would have been so fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you have Lindell playing the two with Monte. Yeah, Lindell off the bench. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah. to say Lindell. Yeah. I mean, Lindell playing a year with Monte, I think, would have totally changed his career. Yeah, that would have been – they would have been old, though. Yeah. And Monte went pro, so probably even if with this rule, he probably wouldn't have stayed. Well, he, but He played in the G League, though, for the first, first year. That's true. And, yeah, I don't know. That's – Yeah, that was, that was just a thought that I had at work at, like, the very, like – Last hour of work, and I was like, "Oh, this is so much fun to make." It's like, yeah, I mean, classic Iowa State fan. You, the what ifs are can spiral out of control pretty quick, but but like the COVID thing, it just landed the wrong, the worst year possible for Iowa State. None of our like players want like that were going to graduate that were, were any good. You know, yeah, that got yeah, but I, I mean, I would argue that it happened the best year because I mean, can you imagine not having even fans? Those pre-existing teams without Hilton, like. The Michigan game with Johnny Orr, like no one there. No one in the fans? Yeah. Or no one in the stands? Are you kidding me? That's like, the, and that's how like you can't really, like NBA Iowa, like they didn't have any fans this year. I know. Like, like Mar- they got, Luke, they had one year with the year before they could have made a run in the tournament because they were playing their best ball at the end of when COVID hit. They were playing yeah. really well. Yeah. And then this year, obviously, it didn't turn out like they hoped, but. Because Luca Garza is literally their Marcus Pfizer and yeah, would have won. Yeah, the- I mean, yeah, I mean, 
20 years from now, Iowa fans are going to have sit down like this and still talk about Luca Garza like we talk about Jamal Tinsley and Marcus Pfizer. But to, but, be, to be fair, we didn't have a full stadium for football, best football team ever by a mile last year. Yeah, but they all came back. I know, which is sick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's like, that's literally like what our football season is going to be if the 20, 2013 14 team would have been if everyone came back. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. The, the parallel there is spot on, I think. I don't know. I mean, you're having a bad day. Just go look at the two deep for offense and defense on our football team. Yeah. Your day's better. Uh-huh. For sure. Just put some Brees Hall highlights on. and He was a true sophomore last year. People forget. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I also had the idea of, like, since the draft's going on, we do, like, a seven-on-seven seven, since, like, we're not going to draft, like, a whole team. We're gonna draft, so you, like a quarterback, running back, three receivers, a tight end, and an O lineman. And uh, yeah, you can go, you can go first. Are we doing a snake draft? Like where you pick twice, or I would pick yeah. twice, or whatever. Let's do that. Sure. So. Oh boy! I mean, number one pick in the all-time Iowa State draft. You're on the clock, Michael. It's uh. You it's, hear the sound effect? No, this is when you pick it. I'll, I'll. Oh, it picks it. Yeah. So tell me when the pick's in, and then you'll say it. Oh, that's there's a lot. You can, okay, I got I got mine. All right. Hold on. Pick is in. All right. So I'm gonna. I think people are gonna be shocked with what my first pick, but I went through what I think the biggest gap in position the best all time i'm going with charlie kohler charlie kohler okay you think he's the i think, biggest... I think he's the best tight end of all time and i think it's a pretty wide margin between i'm looking at every other every other position group i think there's a lot of ways you can go but i don't think there's anyone better than charlie i think this year is gonna prove that solidify that okay that shocked me um first pick overall for me um, I'll pick Brock Purdy. Um, pick is in for the second pick since I'm up, and uh, running back, I'm going to pick Brees Hall. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think the the sound effect is. It's getting old already. All right. Maybe just do it once and with these. I think. I mean, don't we just go back to back now? Yeah. I have okay. to do it so, we'll do it. I'll do. We'll. We're picking last. We'll pick uniforms. All right. That's it. All right. So, you did exactly what I, I knew you were going to do. Okay. Next pick. Seneca Wallace. Yep. I was thinking about him, but. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna look at my team. It's hard to argue. You go to Brock Purdy. I'm very happy with Seneca Walls. All right. So and then. So you go now. You go twice too. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh yeah, I get it. I one get running it. back. Yeah, one running back. Okay, so then seven on seven. I know. So my next pick, 
I'm going Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. All right. That was my next pick. Okay. Um, the obvious answer for me now is probably Akeem Butler at receiver. And then I will pick. Uh, that's tough. Um, e, uh, EJ Bibbs. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'd argue EJ Bibbs had Brock Purdy throwing the ball, probably had a little, a lot different career, but yeah. Receiving wise, he was pretty darn good. All right. Well. So now I have. Yeah, let me think. You got one running back, two receivers, and an old. I don't have a running back yet. Yeah, I said that's what I said. You got left two receivers and then linemen. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm trying to think. So I got Allen. I'm gonna go. Um, this is tough. A lot of a lot of ways you can go here. Oh, no. Wrong I'm gonna answers. go. Um, gosh, this is tough. I don't know. I'm all right. I. I'm going to go with... I think there's one obvious answer. You think so? Yeah, for running back? I mean, I don't have to pick one. They already picked yours. Yeah, okay. But it doesn't really matter. You can pick one now. Just so I'm trying to... Oh, yeah. So I'm like, trying to figure out still... my last two receivers. Yeah. Who would, who would be best to pair with Allen? I'm going to go... I'm going to go Todd Blythe. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, too. So those are two, the two on the outside. And then I'm going to go... Just trying to go through all the receivers that are passed. Yeah, I think it's gonna this is gonna be a controversial pick, I think, but just with with my team, I think Jarvis West Jarvis is my slot receiver. All right. Seneca Walls thrown to Jarvis West. That, Would have been pretty cool. That, that was a video game, that'd be pretty darn sick. So you made my receivers one pretty tough. Um, so all I mean, because like it's it's not like you're going through and just picking the best all time, like you have to think about how these all fit together. So, since you basically took all the receivers, I'll put KO as my lineman, Clutch Assembly, Clutch Assembly as my lineman, yeah, arguably. I mean, the best offensive lineman of our generation, but for sure, played in the NFL for a long time. I've got a better, better pick for that one. Okay, um, do you have another pick? Um, yep. So, um, so for receiver, um, Josh Lenz, receiver, and then yeah, it's your pick, right? Yep, my pick. I have two left, and then you have your last one. Yep. So, running back, I got Troy Davis. Yeah, that's what, that's an obvious one. Crazy. David Montgomery wasn't picked. That's insane. Yeah. Two, three years ago, like if we had this draft, I think honestly, a better way to do it might have been just like a Quarterback, running back, two receivers, and like a running back or receiver. Just like draft the positions groups. Well, I'm just saying, like you could, you could you could pick a third receiver, or you could just have an extra running back. But I think this is this is how you would normally do it in seven on seven. Um, so I have my running back, got my three receivers, and then my offensive lineman is Bruce Reimers. Bruce Reimers played in the Super Bowl for the Cincinnati Bagels. And I have Iowa State Hall of Fame. Humboldt County. Proud Humboldt alum. Yep. Um, so my receiver, last receiver. 
Huh, this is tough. You you have basically my favorite receivers. Like Hakeem's like obviously my favorite receiver to watch. But Todd Blythe growing up was a legend. So He's so good. My last receiver, I'll pick Lane Danielson. Really? Yeah. He was watching back the highlights. He was oh, really I, good. I hate that pick. He was really good. He led their. He was led led receiving for like a decade. Yeah, I mean, you could have gone Deshante Jones. You could have gone Trevor Ryan. You could have gone Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah, Xavier has one year. Yeah, I don't know. Lane Danielson. I don't know. That's a yeah. I mean, you you have to post the two rosters and have people vote. I think I think my team's better. So, Troy Davis. How's he fit nowadays? I mean, with our offensive line, you've probably been a little better. He fits all right, I think. Brees Hall. Brees Hall and Troy Davis will be like probably. If people... Bre- I mean, if Brees stays four years for sure, I think it'll be a. But also, like, if Brees goes off in the NFL and then yeah. leads the league in rushing yards some year, like, he'll probably surpass Troy. But I think it's just tough. And Troy, also, if Brees wins the Heisman. Or. Yeah, that's true. But Troy Davis was the, back then was when running backs were relevant, and he's got runner up twice. Yeah, he ran two thousand, but two thousand yards two years in a row. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, regardless of era. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, you have Seneca Wallace and Troy Davis on your team. Yeah, and Alan Lazard and Todd Blythe. Yeah, your team. I think your team's better. Yeah. And with Jarvis, I mean, I'm just saying, like, the compliment with Jarvis West with those two? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I would. I wish that's one player I wish Jarvis West was on this team. Yeah. I think, but I think Treek Milton will be better than him. I don't know. J- Jarvis was good. Yeah. He just, if Jarvis had, was so fast, too. He had a quarterback. And, but yeah, if you had a quarterback, also the offensive lines back then, I mean, we're running for our lives and, yeah, our there's a lot of things that obviously we had to work on, but I don't know. Don't have those problems anymore, so it's tough to complain. Uh huh. So yeah, um, that's all really I got so far. Unless you got something else to talk about. No, I think. Oh yeah, we'll um, pick uniforms. What would your uniforms be? My uniforms would have been the the throwback uniforms from the Iowa State game. That's exactly what I was gonna pick. The the Sam B. Richardson, like the bubble screens all day long. That no, game. no, no, the the Philip Bates when the Philip Bates had a oh, long catch. That one. I was I was gonna I was picking the other one where Sam B. Like Sam B. And we did like bubble screens the whole game. Remember that we got like no yards. Was the Jack the Jack Tri Starbucks? And like Iowa Iowa player had a sick interception. Oh. It was like, it was like, yeah, it was a stretch where we went like we beat them th- three out of four years. That was the, the year they beat us at home. Hmm. That, that was the Jack Trice uniforms. Yeah, no, yeah, those are sick. Too. Those are sick too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, well, I think that's. I mean, obviously, with TJ uh, chilling out a little bit this week, a lot less to talk about. I mean, give us any topic about football talk for hours i think that's going to be kind of the theme going forward um also our first guest will be 
coming on the next couple of weeks. I'm going to yep. solidify a date, yep. hopefully this weekend. And then we'll, we'll announce who that is when we're closer to releasing that one. And hopefully with more guests to come and yep, yeah, we're excited. It's as exciting of a time to be an Iowa state fan. And I think I mean, we're still four months out from the football season. So we still have a lot of time to rewatch all the games from last year. And then just, I don't know. I think there's going to be players that are young that actually play significant minutes, even though our entire roster comes back. I think there's some really talented young players that are going to yeah be real, fill some really key holes and kind of be a little bit of an upgrade athletically. And Yep. It'll be, I don't know. It's going to be pretty watch. sick. Full Jack Trice. Ugh, I can't wait. Yeah. And it's going to be, it could be a long summer getting like just getting hyped up at random times. You almost have to like, not think about it. It's like, we're like 129 days off right now. And uh, yeah. And like, I'm doing these highlight things every day and like, it's just like, wow. So ways to go. Like going I mean, back. Once we, once we get inside two months though, the, the hype is going to be real. Like July 4th of July hits and then like, it'll be just around the corner. Uh-huh. It's just, it's too bad. We don't have a video game this, this year having like a top seven team and a video game. Like who would have ever thought that ever would happen? Yeah. I mean, like this, a video game coming out this year, like you could simulate the season and Iowa state could legitimately win the national title. Yeah. Who, if you'd have told me that when I was like seven, like get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, this, I know it's, and it was the same way in basketball. Like the Hoiberg era, like we had didn't think that was possible when we were younger. Yeah, but I mean, like we'd been there, like it had happened before in our lifetime. So like at least we knew it was possible. I mean, with football, it was well, like when we we're younger, like we all like all we know is like the time we were like. So we thought we are going to suck forever. Like we sucked every yeah. so ever since I've been alive that I remember we suck. And then Fred Herbert, right. well, like we had what if years we had talented rosters, but we just never could fully put together yeah. a yeah, top then. 10 roster. And I think we legitimately have one this year. So I think it's, and I, I, I love when the national media is like, Iowa state does not belong in the top 10. Like they give a little bit of doubt to Matt Campbell and that's all he needs. Yeah. We don't need national notoriety. I mean, if we're 10 and one, 11 and 0 going into or 12 and 0 going to the big 12 title game for a chance to play in the playoff. Sign me up. Sign me up. Like we should just soak this in. Like we, we yeah. never thought this was possible. Just soak it in as long as we can possibly can. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be awesome. We just gotta, right? But like, also like enjoy this time where we get to hype it up as yeah. much as possible. Like, yeah. Adding more excitement's only gonna help our home games, and mm-hmm. only gonna help pick, uh, fans travel to away games they into s- the bowl game. They sold the out season tickets for students like football only today. That's crazy. They, There's a lot of students. They went on sale like last week, I think. That's crazy. They sold out pretty quickly. Pretty awesome. Yep. So we'll uh, talk to you guys later and make sure you uh, subscribe and like and go follow our Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, 
and uh, maybe, stuff. maybe leave a comment, maybe a good comment. One comment. Yeah, the first person to comment on this one will buy like a box of Twinkies or Uncrustables or something. Yeah, right. All right. Well, signing off. All right, go clones.